So um, after the war broke out, uh, there was a massive influx of uh, Ukrainians coming to Israel, many of them seeking to make Aliyah. Uh, some others did not uh, seek Aliyah. Uh, so we are counting today over 15,000 Olim, new immigrants from Ukraine since the beginning of the war. Those are people who came since the war and have already made Aliyah? Yes, that's correct. Those are people who came and uh, completed Aliyah procedures um, during the time of the war. Many of them came as refugees. Uh, Others had planned to make Aliyah before the war started, uh, and then others had other motivations, uh, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, we've had... Uh, 15, over 15,000 Olim, and there are um, hundreds more uh, being processed as we speak. Now, are these people uh, who are settled here of citizenship, do they intend to stay, or do you think they might go back after the war is over? Well, that's a great question, and I think the answer is very individual. We don't uh, poll them, we don't ask them to, to swear allegiance to, to, sit, to, to settling in the country forever. It's a free country, and we don't really know what each and every uh, person or family intends to do once the war subsides. It's obvious that they are in a very uh, dire personal situation. Those who came as refugees, many of them had to leave behind not just property and a job and, and their whole life, but also members of their family, because as you know, men in the age of fighting are not allowed to leave the country. So families were torn apart. And this is, um, this is still tearing them apart. This requires uh, a very special uh, following by professionals because they are in a very uh, sensitive situation. And we don't know what will happen once once the war is over, will will their, the members of the family who stayed behind join their families in Israel? Will the families decide to return? We don't really know, because this is an unprecedented situation. We've never had uh, Aliyah in, in such circumstances. People massively fleeing from war. We've never had that. Although you stress that it very much depends on each individual family or individual, how generally have they acclimatized themselves to Israel? Have they managed to learn the language, get a job in their profession, even find an apartment? Well, given the uh, very dramatic circumstances of their arrival, I would say they have settled down surprisingly well. Most of them found a job uh, more or less fitting their uh, qualifications. Uh, most of them were welcomed by family and friends and have been absorbed into the community. Um, only a few are still staying at absorption center, uh, Jewish agencies absorption centers, although there's nothing wrong with that because it allows you to, to grow accustomed and, and get used to the country and learn about uh, about employment and housing and, and studies and so on and so on. But many of them have been absorbed directly into the community and they have found themselves a place in society. And that is very encouraging. It makes us think that those who have uh, integrated well uh, will be motivated to stay uh, when the war is over. 
but uh, I think uh, basically we can say that uh, they've they've settled down correctly given the circumstances. Uh, some have encountered um, the well-known and very unfortunate uh, negative uh, negative reactions by some people in Israeli society who are not very welcoming to new arrivals and who meet them with their stereotypes and with the condescendence. Uh, this is a fact, and we cannot deny that. But I think that, by and large, they have uh, really settled down rather well. Now, what about those ca- who came from Ukraine uh, under the refugee status, uh, who are not Jewish, who could not claim uh, under the law of return Israeli citizenship? They're rather in limbo, aren't they? Yes, well, uh, people who are not eligible under the law of return are not under the responsibility of the Jewish agency. Uh, They were uh, taken under the auspices of a new administration, which was formed by the Minister for for, for Social Equality. Uh, And this special administration provided them with um, housing, temporary housing, medical care, um, education, uh, and so on and so on. I don't know what the new government intends to do with these people. We're talking about a few thousand people. Uh, some of, most of them are still here. The war is far from being over. And uh, the former government's policy was, was its own. And now it's up to the current government to form uh, a policy which would either continue uh, the li- along the lines of the previous government or will provide something totally new. Uh, we still don't know. And again, this is not under the jurisdiction of the Jewish agency, which only deals with people who are eligible to make Aliyah. So a sharp rise in Aliyah from the Ukraine over the last year, not surprising. Was there a similar rise in Aliyah from Russia itself? Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, maybe not similar, uh, overwhelmingly greater. Uh, if we welcomed 15,000 uh, Olim from Ukraine, at the same time, we've had 45,000 Olim from Russia. And, you know, you, you need, we need to say this clearly. Um, these Olim are not refugees. They're not fleeing a war zone. So we can't, we, although we, we tend to see them as uh, making part of, of the same package, so to speak, uh, they're not. They're coming from different circumstances, from a different context. They're not refugees, but they're coming en masse. Uh, that is undeniable. We haven't seen uh, such, uh, such a wave of Aliyah from Russia since the 90s. And uh, this is a phenomenon that needs to be that needs to be uh, taken stock of and taken care of. And finally, since the recent visit of the Israeli foreign minister to uh, Kiev, there were reports that Russia might again consider clamping down on the activities of the Jewish agency inside Russia. What can you tell us about that? Well, there's no indication of any uh, direct relation between. Uh, the visit of the foreign minister or indeed any other expression of Israeli foreign policy and uh, whatever legal troubles the Jewish agency is experiencing in in Russia. Uh, For obvious reasons, I will not elaborate on 
on the legal procedures because they're still going on. And as long as they're going on, we're not at liberty to, to talk about them in public. Um, but uh, I will just say that, um, you know, it's, it's possible that there might be a relation between Israel's foreign policy and, and that story, but it's, it, really it's not based on evidence.